Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, welcome to an episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy Live. This is going to be a little bit different than normal. For all my 49ers Rush fans, I really appreciate you guys being with us. We're going to be talking the draft today, so I thought you'd want to join us over here. Uh, there will be an entirely separate 49ers Rush podcast Um the entire podcast episode coming up later on today, but this is going to be draft talk. And with me is the ever handsome Del Demont. How you doing, brother? Doing well, man. Uh, glad to be here. Happy to be on your side of things on the YouTube side. And thank you to all your listeners for tuning in. If you want a little bit of a, like John said, we're going to talk some NFL draft prospects, but also some fantasy, uh, you know, and and good, you know, eat sleep fantasy fashion. So uh, we're going to have a fun episode today. We have a really fun ending for you. Um, I don't know if John knows, but uh, weird. It's it's going to be a good time uh, towards the end of the podcast, so you definitely want to stick around. If you don't know Dale, um, just understand this. Mm-hmm. He's a little unorthodox. And whenever I say unorthodox, I mean he is recording in his car outside of a Target as we speak. That is the uh, professionalism that Dale DeMott brings to the podcast. Of course, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I don't, I don't stop for anything. If I can't record... Uh, live in my studio, in my fancy studio, uh, I just get in my truck and drive to Target. There you go. And nobody's going to bother me because I'm parked under a, uh, looks like a bald cypress in one of these islands here. Um, nice day out, 65 degrees, windows down. It's beautiful. I love it, man. I love it. So uh, lots of interesting news, too. So even my 49ers fans, you're going to want to hang out because we have a very interesting gift uh, that we are going to be giving away and some news for the draft as well. So, Dale, you want to jump us into the, uh, I guess, the big surprise, and then we can go forward from there? The big surprise. Uh, we got to wait for the big surprise. Man, I'm too excited. I'm like a little kid. Okay. All right. Let, let's just say the end of the show, uh, I started doing a segment called Dale's Big Idea, and uh, Dale's Big Idea is going It's going to be a good one. Last week, I debuted it. Uh, I think I thought it went pretty well. Um, people talked about it around the world. And uh, this is going to I think this is going to top you last week. So uh, we are going to do that. But I do want to say if you guys are listening on YouTube or Periscope or through the traditional podcast uh, app that you're using, you can follow us on Hot Mic. And that's where the live feed goes. And we're going to answer questions if there are any. I know it's kind of a test run today, but we're going to go through all the Q&A through the Hot Mic app. So if you don't have that yet, download it. Invite code Rush ESF. Yeah, and I'll say this about Hot Mike. We are partnering with these bad boys. We worked with them a lot in the past. The NFL stepped in and kind of uh, put us out, whatever. But moving forward uh, for the 49ers Rush podcast and Eat Sleep Fantasy, this is huge. If you haven't downloaded the Hot Mike app yet, they have changed the way podcasts are going to work moving forward. Super excited. Uh, the most interactive platform that is out there, much better than YouTube, Periscope, all those different things. So if you listen to anything that we ever do uh, for 49ers or Eat Sleep Fantasy, go download the Hot Mike app now. It's free. And use promo code RUSHESF because we've got some big stuff coming up in store next week. And I'm really excited. So we're going to talk some news. And we've got a huge giveaway announcement, which I'm really excited about. So, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's run through it, Dale. 
All right, uh, so like, we can start off with the news then, uh, and this is going to kind of coincide with a lot of the rookie stuff, and so we'll touch with you know touch on some of this stuff. But my first thing I want to talk about is uh, Joe Burrow um, is now considered the consensus number one QB prospect. It's no longer for the people in uh, small NFL circles. It's no longer a question. Uh, Joe Burrow will most likely be a Cincinnati Bengal. Uh, any thoughts on that? You, you, is that like a duh? No pro, No. No, I no think shit. it has to be at this point. There's some rumors going around. Um, you know that possibly Miami could trade up. There's no secret that they want to trade up, but you would have to give up so much to get up to that number one. Joe Burrow's going to go number one, and you got to say, man. Despite the helmet and the uniform and the ownership uh, that takes place in Cincinnati, it's actually a terrific landing spot for a quarterback. Um, you know, they drafted Jonah Williams, offensive tackle from Alabama last year, who got injured in training camp, didn't play a snap, but he's a great left tackle. Uh, the wide receiver options are there. AJ Green franchise tagged. You've got John Ross, who definitely hasn't lived up to his top 10 hype, but he offers something, and Tyler Boyd. So uh, Joe Mixon's there as well. It's really a pretty solid landing spot for a rookie quarterback to step into. So what happens to Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton, um, he probably will be traded to the Patriots, I'm guessing, uh, day two. Once the Patriots do not get Jordan Love, um, I think that Andy Dalton will be a Patriot. I think that's going to be a day two uh, draft trade. If for some reason Jordan Love, the quarterback out of um, Utah State, does fall and the Patriots can get him, then I think you know Dalton will have to be dealt elsewhere. But uh, he will be traded. I, I can guarantee sure. you that. Whoever misses on a quarterback day one in the NFL draft, they're going to try to fight for him. Okay. And then so Andy Dalton then becomes a little more uh, attractive as a fantasy player. I, I wouldn't say I – wouldn't, I don't think he would shoot up the ranks – but I think he does get a little more attractive. Yeah, it, you know, the Patriots are one of the most run-heavy teams. They're built that way. Even with Tom Brady there, he wasn't yeah. really a fantasy-viable quarterback. Um, he wasn't bad, but, you know, he was outside of the top 12. So if right. Dalton goes there, great. Super flex leagues, two quarterback leagues, that's awesome. But that's best-case scenario. Yeah, okay. All right, uh, some other news. Dak Prescott. Uh, so Dallas is having a virtual offseason, and uh, Dak says he's not going to participate without a long-term deal. Uh, I don't think this is a big big deal, really, do you? No, it's not. He just wants to play Call of Duty and just chill till he gets that big paycheck. It really shouldn't change anything with your views on Dak, fantasy-wise or NFL-wise. Um, he, he's where he belongs. He's going as the seventh quarterback in fantasy drafts. Uh, currently behind Aaron Rodgers and in front of Carson Wentz. Uh, it's totally a safe play. You know, they're going to work something out. Jerry Jones is not going to let a quarterback walk away. Um, yeah. He's going to stay put. There's no doubt about yep. that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, next piece of news, Chris Carson. Uh, it's progressing well from his injury, and it should be a full go for camp whenever camp is. Uh, I still... I like Chris Carson as a strong RB, too. I mean, he's he's right in the middle of the pack there, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think like, that he is. You know, the, there's a few things. One, uh, the Seattle Seahawks run the ball like crazy um, yep. until the game gets on the line, then they just turn, you know, Russell Wilson loose. But it, whoever the starter is, 
you know uh, going into the game. The problem is, whether it's Chris Carson or Rashad Penny or somebody else, you know, they go get Marshawn Lynch. You know who the workhorse back is going to be, but they just run them into the ground. So you're going to know injuries. It's not a bad play. He's going as the number 13 running back in drafts behind Melvin Gordon and in front of Miles Sanders. I prefer Miles Sanders personally. Um, but Chris Carson's one of those guys that will win you weeks, um, but you won't be able to start him for maybe 10 or 11 weeks, even if healthy, um, the whole year. Okay. All right. There's not a ton of other news. I do just, I'll just say it really quick and you can give me your thoughts, John, but Hunter Henry officially signs a franchise tag that was expected all along, I think, but does this do anything for his, uh, his value or for the, uh, Los Angeles chargers, man, it's gotta be hurt. Uh, you're moving on from Philip Rivers, yeah. who is probably the most um, tight end producing quarterback in the history of the NFL <laughs> for the long, his entire career. And so the fact that he's moved on to Indianapolis, that's huge. And, you know, Tyrod Taylor might be the quarterback moving forward. We'll have to wait and see. I think it might be Justin Herbert in the draft. They do pick sixth. But there's no way. Hunter Henry is going to be able to sustain the success that he had, even though he was injured and in and out of the lineup. Um, so I, I, me personally, I love Hunter Henry, the player, uh, but I do not, I'm not sure about the quarterback situation moving forward. So right. I, I'm not mm-hmm. as high on him as I have been in the past. Okay. I am high on Jack Doyle that's... though. That guy, um, he has the quarterback. <laughs> we both liked Jack Doyle for so long and, and I don't think everybody's on the train with us. But uh, Jack Doyle, he's he's poised to uh, to come out uh, blazing. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent there. Um, and and that's the thing. And again, for those of you guys just joining us, I'm seeing people jump in on YouTube and on Periscope. Uh, just want to say thank you. Yes, this is a little bit different. Uh, this is the Eat Sleep Fantasy Podcast, not the 49ers one, but uh, we wanted to talk rookies, and so I thought it was something we could share. Again, there will be another 49ers Rush podcast later today, um, wherever you're watching this. And again, can't stress this enough. Go to Hot Mike, <laughs> download the app, use the invite code Rush ESF. It's free. Um, and Dale, let's go ahead and take a break real quick because I want to sure. talk about this. We have partnered with Hot Mike. Uh, we love these guys. We've been working back and forth trying to figure out the best way to get content out to our subscribers and our listeners. And here's the deal. We are going to be covering the NFL Draft live. Not Dale himself. He will be with us in spirit. Uh, He's Mm -hmm. going to be working behind the scenes. Uh, But me and my old friend at host Chuck B, we're going to be broadcasting live during the first round of the NFL Draft. Um, on the Hot Mic app exclusively. So uh, you'll be able to talk to us, ask questions, scheme fits, best available, all that stuff. So next Thursday, we're nine days away. We're going to be broadcasting live during the NFL draft. So excited about this. Um, <laughs> very excited. But that's not all. Uh, Dale, why don't you tell us what our friends yeah. have hooked us up with and how they can win a wonderful prize? Yeah, listen to this. So not only do you get the amazing content from uh, Chuck and John during the first round of the NFL draft, that's enough, right? I mean, that's that's all you need. That's a present, a gift enough. But if you wanted more, uh, we have an autographed Jimmy Garoppolo jersey, signed, autographed, red 49ers Jimmy Garoppolo jersey, just ready to be handed out to somebody. And all you have to do is follow us on Hot Mike and be on the app, uh, either in the chat or just watching us uh, through the first 10, uh, 10 picks of the draft. During Somewhere during the first 10 picks of the draft, uh, John is going to announce the winner, and it's going to be somebody on the chat. So we're going to be able to see everybody who's logged in and uh, choose someone 
randomly, maybe somebody who's active on the chat, um, you know, maybe a combination of the two. And uh, all you have to do is, again, be on the thing. And if you're on Twitter, just retweet John or I, John, John or myself. How do you say it? John, John's tweet or my tweet. <laughs> um, if you see it on Twitter, just retweet it. And it'll help us out a lot. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. So, one, autographed Jimmy Garoppolo jersey. Yep. Super, super awesome. And, again, all you have to do, it's free. It's completely free. Head over, download the Hot Mic app, just type in John Chapman or Eat Sleep Fantasy. It'll pull up. Dale DeMond, it'll pull up as well. Scroll down, hit follow, and then it's going to notify you anytime we have a broadcast, which, again, we're going to be simultaneously broadcasting during the draft. That's the big deal for the first round. So you'll have your TV on, ESPN or NFL or whatever, and you're going to be able to sync your phone to the TV so that it matches up. That way we're talking during the picks are being announced and all that kind of stuff, and we'll break that down for you. Uh, so it's going to be an absolute blast. Really excited. We've worked very hard on this uh, to get this set up. So, uh we wanted to make sure it was something that uh, the fans, uh, the subscribers, the viewers would like. And why not add into it an autographed Jimmy Garoppolo jersey? Uh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. So Yeah, yeah. And the cool thing, and if you guys don't know about how, Mike, I know you heard us talk about it before, but like John said, you sync it to your TV, so you just turn your volume all the way down, and you turn your phone or your computer all the way up, and then it synced perfectly with what you're watching on TV. Uh, so it's pretty awesome. And then John has much better analysis and much better understanding of a lot of these guys than you see on TV. And um, so it'll be fun. Make sure you join us. Yeah, it's kind of cool. My family, they do it from the other room. Um, and so they sync it to our speaker, our Bluetooth speaker. And so they are allowed, they listen to it live, um, even though I'm in the studio slash bedroom. <laughs> um, it's like up there uh, watching the draft with them, which is kind of fun. So, yeah. All right, John, let's uh, get into some of these picks. Uh, I, we won't really get into pick by pick. I do want to talk a little bit about skilled players because we want to touch. Uh, you know, on fantasy, fantasy football here. Um, so let's start off with the quarterbacks. You already mentioned Joe Burrow, but let's talk about Justin Herbert and Tua. Tua. Just call him Tua. It's Tonga Vailoa, but um, Tua's Tango safe. Vailoa. Tua, especially for me because I have uh, marble mouth. Uh, so Justin Herbert, Tua. It looks like um, uh, who's who's what's a, what are the Dolphins going to do? I don't care about the Dolphins, but I want to know what they're going to do. Okay, so the Dolphins first off should take Tua, one hundred percent should take him. However, um, recently, as of about ten days ago, lots of news has been filtering out through the Dolphins camp, which is a bad early sign that they mm. are not as high on Tua as most people assume they are. That they are much more in the Justin Herbert camp. Um, this is also true of the Los Angeles Chargers who are picking right behind them. So the Dolphins are picking five, and the Chargers are picking six. Both need quarterbacks moving forward. Um, and, and so you have these two guys. Now, me personally, so let me give you my analysis. I think two was much closer to Joe Burrow than he is to Justin Herbert. I have a very large, a, a whole different tier behind Tua. Um, now, I do think his health is a concern, and if there was ever a draft where you didn't want health to be a concern, it's this one, because nobody can get checkups. Tua can put out all the uh, positive videos and quotes from doctors that did his surgeries and all that stuff. That's fine. But for NFL teams, that's really hard to trust. And are you willing to spend a top-five pick on somebody that might not be able to play whether we have a season this year or not? Um, I still personally believe Tua will be the pick at five, and I think a team might even trade up for him. But there is a little bit more question mark to that selection. 
But um, me personally, I have a second-round grade on Justin Herbert. And I understand quarterbacks always go early. But mm-hmm. I love Tua. Um, and I really do hope that the Miami Dolphins pick him because they're a year away from winning anyway. So let's just say Tua is still injured and he's going to need to rest for half of the 2020 season. That's fine. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That's fine. You got Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. You're not winning in 2020. You're not winning in 2021 either. So why not get the guy with the high ceiling? We know what Tua can be, um, and I think that's the best way to go, personally. Uh, you yeah. are a former Dolphins fan, is that correct? Former. Yes, former. Uh, after last season, for those that don't know me or haven't didn't hear uh, East Elite Fantasy last year, I was a big Dolphins fan. I grew up in Miami um, all through the 80s, 90s, um, and I moved away in the early 2000s, but... Uh, yeah, I was a huge Dolphins fan until last year when they decided to obviously tank, and uh, it was bad for business. And I don't like uh, I don't like companies that are that do things that uh, don't help out their fans or their patrons. So I disowned myself. I haven't not found a new team yet. I'm still looking. But if Tua does go to the Miami Dolphins, I'm letting. I don't know if this is a thing. I don't know if maybe I heard it. I'm stealing on an accident. But definitely his nickname is going to be Tua Fish. Tua Fish. Ooh, look at you. And, and if you don't know Dale, this is your first time listening to the wonderful Dale. Uh, this is what he does uh, for a living. He creates new slogans and or names. Um, and he just profits. Like, Why don't you tell him about your Julio Jones uh, creation? Okay, so for those that don't know, uh, I, I'm creating a set of stickers. Uh, this should be in another uh, Dale's Idea Corner, but I'm creating a set of stickers, and the first sticker is going to be Julio Jones in the Indiana Jones format, uh, you know, in the font and everything. It's just going to say Julio Jones. Um, so that's that's sticker one of one, and that'll probably be autographed at the back by me because that's going to be the most valuable in years to come. There's a lot, tons of other ideas, guys. I got tons of others. And uh, that that's going to be uh, coming pretty soon. There you go. There you go. I, it's yeah. it's idea, then creation, then profit. Dell is one of the richest people I know. If you can, if you're watching us, uh, the video, you can see he's inside of a Porsche uh, Cayenne recording this. It is. Um, so yeah. he, he's got some money. So I'll throw that oh, out yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. And it's all it's all just off these ideas. I'm the big idea guy, John. That's, I, that's what I bring to the table. One hundred percent true. So I mean, so Justin Herbert actually, I mean, to me, he looks the part. Uh, I didn't, I haven't done the film study that you have, but he looks the part, right? Six six, two thirty, two forty, two hundred forty pounds. Oh, if we were in the nineteen eighties, he would be the number one pick. Um, strong sure. arm, very mobile, absolute genius, smart, very very intelligent person, and he's a great locker room guy. Now the issues that I have with Justin Herbert, when you watch the film, it's a lot more game situations. For instance, he doesn't have the killer mentality. Um, it's not He's not the type of quarterback that is going to piss off whenever he loses. Or if he is pissed off, you're not going to tell it. He's very, very shy. He's very, very calm at all times. Um, and, you know, if you, outside of the most recent Rose Bowl, which he probably had the best Rose Bowl that he could have had. He was a Rose Bowl MVP, uh, came back, win, victory, all that stuff. But before that, the question mark of when it was a close game or the game was on the line, he was just throwing up duds. Um, you yeah. know, Daniel Jeremiah, one of my favorite draft follows, former scout for the NFL, NFL Network, all that stuff. He, he talks about this all the time, and I, I, I agree with him completely. Rolls Bowl the year before, game's on the line. You're down by like four or five points. Last play to win the game. He scrambles out of the pocket and sells the ball 20 yards into the stands. It was the last play of the game. Like, he's one of those guys that just does not have that. Whatever Tom Brady has, 
whatever Aaron Rodgers has, <laughs> he does he not have that. <laughs> Um, right. He has a very strong arm, intelligent, can diagnose, makes good choices, can move the pocket, all those things. But whenever you're just talking about a quarterback that can do something, um, he he just doesn't have that killer instinct, and that bothers me. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, so going down a little bit further down round one, I know there's going to be a lot of offensive linemen. Uh, there's a, I think there's a few in a lot of these mock drafts, but I'm looking at Jerry Judy thinking – Possibly, and, and what I've read is the Vikings um, could move up to snag Jerry Judy here, obviously with uh, Stefan Diggs' uh, recent departure. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jerry Judy? And, well, I guess there, it's a two-part question. One, Jerry Judy, what do you think? And two, how does this um, this whole battle between Judy and Henry Ruggs, let's talk about those two because I know they're pretty close in ranking. Yeah, so one, I absolutely love Jerry Judy. Um, I think every single team in the NFL will love Jerry Judy. I think some teams will have question marks with C.D. Lamb because of his route running. I think some teams will have question with Henry Ruggs because he was never the true number one guy. I don't think any team has question marks with Jerry Judy. Um, The only thing that I could even get close to saying, well, Jerry Judy doesn't have this, is drops. He had seven drops on 234 targets, which is an 8% drop rate, uh, which isn't – Great, but it's not awful either. I mean, it's still good, but the other two catch everything. So Jerry Judy is going to be on every single team's draft board um, because of what he's able to do with his routes. You could make the argument Jerry Judy will be the best route runner day one in the NFL. Now, obviously, there's DeAndre Hopkins. uh, There's lots of other wide receivers that you'd say, hold on, pump the brakes there. But he's going to be, at worst, as good as those players, even Stephen Diggs, who you just talked about. So... For the Minnesota Vikings, um, you look you lose one of the best route runners in the NFL. You trade him away, but you get a lot. Now, they will have to trade up to get him. They don't pick until pick 22, and then they have another one at pick 25. So they have these two draft picks in the first round. Wide receivers are going to start going off the board around pick 11. Okay, I don't think a wide mm-hmm. receiver goes in the top 10 unless somebody trades up. Uh, there's just not teams that have the huge need at wide receiver that don't have a glaring need at a very important position, uh, like cornerback, offensive line, quarterback, something like that. So once we get to pick 11 in the New York Jets, that's where I think wide receivers will start to fly off the board. So you have the Jets at 11, the Raiders at 12, the 49ers at 13, all three of those teams. They have needs at wide receivers, and it makes sense. I would not be surprised if all three of the top-tier wide receivers, which I think there are only three of the top-tier, Ruggs, Judy, and Lamb, I think they could all be gone 11, 12, 13. So if you want somebody, uh, whether you're the Philadelphia Eagles, the Minnesota Vikings, um, you're going to have to jump up into that tier uh, to get one of those guys. And I do believe Jerry Judy is going to be the bell of the ball. Um, you know, If you want to get one of those guys, that's where you're looking to trade up. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think okay. they, now if we just look at the Jimmy Johnson draft pick trade chart, uh, which teams still use today um, in all the drafts except for quarterbacks at the top, that's the only time uh, this draft trade chart is thrown out. But 
If you look at non-quarterback trades, it's almost it almost always works as a reference and starting point for NFL teams. So if we add up the 22nd pick for the Vikings is worth 780 points. The 20 what's their fifth is seven uh, sorry 720 and 780. So you add those together, it's 1500 points. You package those up together, they should be able to move into that seven or eight territory, which you have uh, the Carolina Panthers at seven, and then the Arizona Cardinals at eight. That would get them up there enough to where they could get in front of those wide receiver needy teams uh, if they wanted Jerry Judy. Uh, that would be a huge trade, and we don't usually see those four wide receivers. The A.J. Green trade is probably the last one where we saw a team get so aggressive to jump up. Um, right. Now, do you think Jerry Judy's that tier? Um, I think he could be. You know, he doesn't have the explosiveness of A.J. Green, but um, sure, the route's for sure. So. Are these guys beyond the quarterbacks? You're looking at, uh, you know, fantasy football here, rookie only draft. Jerry Judy, Ruggs, uh, Lamb. Are you drafting them in that order? Yeah. Yes and no. <laughs> I, I, but... wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Wait. Well, my my first question is: Are any of these wide receivers quarterback proof? Yes, uh, Jerry Judy is quarterback proof. If from a fantasy okay. standpoint to an NFL standpoint, yes, he creates separation. He's going to be the easiest to throw to. Now, let's change it to C.D. Lamb. Here's the difference between C.D. Lamb and Jerry Judy. C.D. Lamb does not need separation to get open. He doesn't. It doesn't matter to him if he's covered. Now, the only question mark is he's come from a system in Oklahoma that he's played with basically three Heisman Trophy-winning quarterbacks. Now, Jalen Hurts didn't win, but he was a finalist. Before that, he had um, Kyler Murray, and before that, he had Baker. So is he going to be able to play with that quality or tier quarterback at the next level? Uh, Who knows? Uh, But he does not have to be open to catch the ball. Contested catches are wonderful, and you can just throw him screen passes because the thing that separates C.D. Lamb from everybody else is after the catch. Uh, once he sure. gets the ball, um, he is amazing. He averages 11 yards after the catch per reception, and he forced 26 missed tackles. That's second best in all of college football. Um, what that guy does with the ball, and it's weird because he's not big, he's not strong, he just has the mentality that says, I'm not going to be stopped on every single play of the game. Um, and the dude, it's it's so fun to watch. I'm a Longhorn fan. And I love C.D. Lamb from OU. Um, so it, it really depends on the system. You know, if you're the 49ers and you value route running and separation, I don't think C.D. Lamb's going to be your guy. Um, I think it's going to be one of the other two. Okay. Now, admittedly, and and one thing that guys that have been listening to Eat Sleep Fantasy for a while, no, I don't BS. If I don't know something, I tell you I don't know it. I'm not a big film guy, and truthfully, I'm not a huge college football guy. I will do my research and figure out what's best for fantasy. But one name I haven't heard a lot of, um, of course, I've seen, read a little bit, but uh, Justin Jefferson doesn't seem to be getting um, near the hype. He's, he's Is he a first-round talent uh, wide receiver? He is. Uh, you know, I just finished my draft book and put that out Monday. Um, and in that, I have 22 first-round grades. Okay. Now, um, my last first round grade is Justin Jefferson. I don't think that I could have kept him out in a second round grade uh, just because of what he's able to do. He's just a clean, polished 
wide receiver that's kind of a you know you 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 hear the saying jack of all trades ace of none he's a queen yeah. of all trades like he's better than just average he he's better than average at every single thing now i was worried about his top tier speed he goes out in the combine and runs a 443 that's great for a wide receiver 61202 yeah. he catches everything the dude doesn't drop anything he led the NCAA with 111 receptions and if you love Joe Burrow which everybody does a big reason Mm -hmm. for Joe Burrow's success was Justin Jefferson right now the issue is this he also led all of college in slot snaps receptions and yards can he play on the outside versus press man we have never seen it so if you need a slot wide receiver, Justin Jefferson has to be at the top of the list. If you need an outside wide receiver, now you're into questionable range. Can he do it? Sure. Has he done it? No. Um, so that's kind of the issue. Um, you, you, he's going to be a very team-specific where there's going to be some teams, again, that do not have him on their board because they already have a slot wide receiver. A lot of people keep mocking Justin Jefferson to uh, the Saints, but guess what? They have the best slot wide receiver, uh, Michael Thomas, that they put outside and inside all the time. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's the type of usage he's going to have to have. Uh, the Eagles are a very popular landing spot for Justin Jefferson. I think he'd fit there. But again, if you need an outside guy, I don't think Jefferson's your guy. Okay. Uh, going down the list here, John, I don't see any running backs in this first round. Is that surprising to you? Is that uh, is that typical? <sighs> what are, What are your feelings of? I mean. Lately, we've, and especially fantasy, thinking about fantasy, we're talking about, you know, some big names, especially the last couple of years, uh, really making a splash as, as rookies. Right. Do you see this at all this year? Yes. I, at, at least in the first round. In the first round, I think that there really are two teams that could go running back. Uh, first off, the Kansas City Chiefs with the 32nd pick, I think they could go running back. And I think the clear running back is DeAndre Swift. Um, you know, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, the yards he put up, they're wonderful, but he has lots of holes in his game. He's a, a very big liability in the passing game, and his fumbling issues are a major concern. DeAndre Swift is the cleanest running back prospect that we have seen in a long time. Um, he should go close to the first round. Um, another team that I could see going running back is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but they pick at 14. That's way too early in this draft to get a running back. So I think Tampa Bay either trades back for a running back or they sit at 45. And make no mistake, this is the best landing spot in the entire NFL. Whoever, whomever, the Tampa Bay Bucks select at running back, whether it's first, second, third, fourth, fifth round, he is going to be the number one running back to go in fantasy drafts, or at least he should be. Uh, volume is key whenever you talk fantasy football. And whoever the Bucks get... The dude's going to get so many carries, so that's kind of I want the Tampa Bay Bucks to trade back from fourteen, um, and then select a, a DeAndre Swift. That would be the perfect uh, pairing, one of the best. It would be the best situation in football for a running back to go to. Okay, all right. Uh, so going down the list here again, there's not a lot of. Um, it just it seems like a very uh, wide receiver heavy first round as far as skill players, yeah. uh, offensive skill players go at least. Any wide receivers that you want to mention that maybe nobody else is for the first round? Um, Probably one of the best risers um, in the wide receiver rankings all across draft Twitter or wherever is Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC. 
he just is he's he's perfect <laughs> he's very very yeah. good he's a bigger wide receiver six four uh you know ran a good 40 had a good time great measurables there is just nothing wrong with his game uh he's my wide receiver five he could go as early uh-huh. as pick uh 31 to the 49ers but he's probably going to go in the middle of the second round um, but he's just one of those guys, and you watch him match up against other um, NFL draft-worthy corners. It doesn't matter if they're a speed corner, physical corner, what it doesn't matter. He just does everything all the time. And one of my favorite things about this guy that a lot of people don't know, he was an all-special teams player even up to his last year at USC. This dude was the best player on USC by far, and it didn't matter. He wanted to stay on special teams, so much so that this wide receiver, he blocked three punts in three separate years. Um, So, like, he's just one of those guys that's just a hard-nosed football player. Um, He's got a fun YouTube channel as well if you want to get to know his personality. He just screams um, long-term fan favorite and hard worker. So I love Michael Pittman Jr. I really hope the Niners get him. I really do. He reminds me, my player comp for him, uh, some people won't remember this player, uh, Rod Gardner. Um, just one of those guys that's going to be a decade-long player and just constantly produce. Uh, I don't think he's going to be the best wide receiver in the NFL by any stretch, but one of those guys that just helps win games and is very consistent. Okay. You don't think, and I know I'm sure you've talked about this like crazy on the 49ers Rush podcast that you host. Uh, the 49ers, don't, don't you think they need or want to go after some somebody on the defensive side? Yeah, there, there's definitely some need there, um, especially at the cornerback position. Um, right. That's huge. Defensive tackle, obviously, they traded away to Forrest Buckner. I think that those are right. two issues. Um, you know, it, I, I recent I did a mock this morning and put it up on the site, NinersRush.com, um, and it, it, a lot of people won't be happy with this, but I gave them Grant Delpit safety from LSU at pick 31. Uh, you know, I've right. got a top 20 grade on Grant Dalput, and I think he could fall just because of the safety position. Uh, and I think safeties with ball skills to get interceptions and turnovers is a big deal in the NFL today. Uh, the 49ers definitely have a need with that because <laughs> their safeties did not have one interception, or I think they had six passes defense between them. And so Delpit has some issues, but I think that that is kind of a prime spot if the Cowboys don't go after him. Um, I think that Delpit could fall, and I think it's a realistic opportunity at 31 if they don't trade back. Uh, but cornerback is another issue for the 49ers big time. Sure. Okay. All right. I think that pretty much goes over at least my list here that I have of some rookies to pay attention to. Now, when we're talking fantasy, uh, dynasty startup, or I'm sorry, dynasty rookie drafts, uh, who are you uh, Who are you looking at? I, I mean, are you going for these top, you know, the top three receivers as one, two, three, or are you more excited about maybe a uh, a running back making a splash? Yeah, it depends on the type of league. Um, again, whichever running sure. back Tampa Bay gets, that's my first pick. Okay, If yeah. they get a running back in the first three rounds, that's my first pick in fantasy drafts. Now, if you are in a super flex or a two-quarterback league where you can start two quarterbacks, um, yeah, you got to get to the top. Because I think you've got, you know, Joe Burrow's going to be the number one in almost every single super flex and two quarterback draft, rightfully so. After that, Tua and the running back are going to be key. But the one thing about this year's draft, and you talked about it earlier, Dale, there's so many wide receivers. 
there's so many wide receivers that you're going to be, if you have picks in the second, third round, you're going to be able to get guys like Jalen Rieger, guys like T. Higgins, guys like Michael Pittman Jr. So um, that's going to make you know, the scarcity is what drives up running backs. The scarcity is what drives up quarterbacks. So I think early on, and again, in two quarterback and super flex, QBs are at play early. But if you're in a one quarterback league, man, Joe Burrow might not be even going in the first round. Uh, that, that's the difference because he doesn't right. have the running. He, he's, he's a mobile quarterback and he'll get first downs, but he's not in the mold of guys like Lamar Jackson and things like he's He's closer to Patrick Mahomes whenever you look at running ability. He'll get first sure. downs. He'll scramble. He's tough, but he's not going to be leading uh, the quarterbacks in rushing like Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, um, things like that. Okay. Any love for Jordan Love? Yes. Um, man, if the Patriots jump up and, you know, teams that are in play for Jordan Love, I think that you have the Chargers, right? Chargers. I think the Patriots for sure. And I think the Raiders. Now, if the Raiders take Jordan Love, then watch out because that is a perfect fantasy situation for a quarterback because they like to air it out. Um, and so I think that that one's kind of one of those hidden. You know, if he goes there, then watch out. Um, but really, there's not that many quarterback needy teams. It, we're used to having more teams than quarterbacks. But with, you know, all these players not retiring, like Big Ben, like Phillip Rivers, um, like Tom Brady, it, we're right. kind of in this weird, um, I, don't, I don't know the term, purgatory stage where we have some of the old quarterbacks still around in their twilight years, and we have some really prominent young quarterbacks rising through the ranks. And so because of that, uh, the supply is great. I mean, Cam Newton and Jameis Winston, both former number one overall picks, they're just sitting there. So right. there's <laughs> that would never happen in most off seasons, but every team's just kind of like, eh, we're okay. Now both those guys will be signed to backup roles uh, by teams that miss out, um, you know, on quarterbacks. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But yeah, there Jordan Love, he has the potential. Again, if he goes to a team like Tampa Bay and takes over for Tom Brady, you're gonna have to wait a couple years. If he goes, right. you know, I think. Las Vegas would be the best spot because I think Gruden hates um, – what's what's the guy that wears mascara? What's his last name? Uh, Carr. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Um, yeah, I don't think that he likes him. Um, so. Yeah. You know, it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely Derek Carr's um, team to lose, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they're just waiting for him to screw up so bad where they, you know, they feel like they have to. So <laughs> is there a – is there a scenario in, in what you were looking at in your mock drafts? I know you you dug into it. Is there a scenario where the Chargers don't get a quarterback, as crazy as that sounds? Is there a scenario where that doesn't happen, where they ride out the Tyrod, the Toolman Taylor? If they don't get a quarterback, I think that's where Cam Newton goes. Um, I think that that would be bring him in for competition, maybe Jameis Winston. But, you know, you're looking at quarterbacks. I think that there are some guys that you could target late. Um, might not be the best late quarterback situation, but you're talking about guys like James Morgan uh, from Florida International, Anthony Gordon from Washington State. Uh, there are some guys that you could go get. And a wild card who we have not mentioned at all in this draft is Jalen Hurts, uh, quarterback mm -hmm. for a, he was with Alabama, then transferred to OU. He is a guy because of his running ability that if he could get in the starting lineup at a quarterback position, will have insane fantasy value because again as we always know 
running quarterbacks offer so much fantasy value. So Jalen Hurts is kind of one of those wild cards, depending on where he lands. Personally, I think he's going to the Patriots. Um, I could see him going at the end of the first round or second round. Patriots have like 12 picks, so they can move around as much as they want. Um, And we know Belichick loves Alabama players. Um, I I just think that that would be just a perfect fit, Um, and I'd like to see it personally. I hate the Patriots, but I think that'd be fun to watch. Uh, speaking of Tyrod, the Toolman Taylor, that is a uh, one of the stickers that are in the sticker pack. Um, just FYI, it's, Back uh, to it's Dale's at... corner. <laughs> uh, I'm just letting you know. Uh, there's also going to be a 49ers rush sticker in there because um, I got to keep it keep it classy. That's what's John, up. So. That's what's up. Um, and I can't. One of my ideas was to write uh, bandwagon in the 49ers font, mm. but I don't think that'll go over well with your, with your followers. So I'm going to refrain from that. I deleted that from my idea. My faithful idea then faithful now, baby. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you don't have a problem with calling people ban- like calling other 49ers fan bad bandwagon. Jumpers, oh, there right? are some that have joined yeah. because we're so good. And our quarterback is very physically attractive. I get that. Uh, but that's, mm-hmm. that's just sports in general. Um, right. that's what it is. All right, John. Um, anything else you want to talk about as far as these? I I, I think we kind of went over most of the um, most of the skill positions that's relevant to fantasy, and we touched on a little bit of other draft. Anything else uh, that I did not mention that you would you would love for me to talk about? Yeah, uh, we didn't really talk about tight ends too much. This is a pretty weak tight end class, uh, but mm-hmm. I do want to draw attention to one tight end. His name is Adam Troutman from Dayton. <laughs> which watching that kid's film John, is interesting. Are you just? Hold on. Are you just looking? Hold on. Hold on. Just hold on. This kid could be the best receiving tight end in the NFL after two years. Uh, Now, the question is, the level of competition is bad. But if you watch this kid's actual game film, um, it is pretty damn fun to watch. Because he looks like he's playing against middle schoolers. It is just hauling in one-handed catches and all that kind of stuff. So I'm a big Adam Troutman fan. Uh, depending on where he lands, the tight end landscape is always pretty dry. Uh, I think that this is a guy that could have fantasy relevance, uh, depending on where he goes. Okay, all right. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, <laughs> the tight ends have burned us in the, in the last couple of years, right? Like we we've been expecting bigger things from some of these guys, that, and we just haven't seen. Uh, we haven't seen yeah. at all, right? We're just hanging on to some of these last couple of years. So, um, question I do have for you because we are on video, and I haven't actually I haven't seen you on video in a while. Uh, you don't you do not have a quarantine beard. I'm wondering no. if you are able to grow one. I tried. I tried, man. Yeah. It it gets bad quick. Um, I do not. I've never shaved my sideburns. I just have the like goatee look or whatever, and it 100 um, percent looks like pubic hair after like four days. So right, like it's right. it's not good, and uh, yeah. the wife starts giving me the side look like uh yeah it's just yeah. bad. So I I got to take care of it. And two, I'm still teaching, so like I still have the uh, Zoom classrooms and all that kind of stuff. So I don't want to scare the kiddos away and uh, haunt their dreams. So yeah, I'm still not necessarily clean shaven. I'm about two to three days in now, but um, yeah, I'm not I'm not growing it out. But you you look like you are uh, halfway through. Um, Teen Wolf transformation. <laughs> well, the problem is just my chin is turning gray. I don't know how. I guess it's like uh, science, right? And I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why it turns gray right here, and nowhere else. I would like a salt and pepper look throughout, but for some reason, it just looks like somebody just painted my chin white. 
And uh, yeah, so me and my wife are in a standstill because she refuses to kiss me uh, with my beard, and I am refusing to shave my beard. So, um, man of commitment, that is Del Demont. You know, uh, I'm not. I am not folding for anybody. All right. Um, so we'll see when you see me shave my beard. Uh, we'll uh, we'll see how long that goes awesome. before uh, she kisses me again. Is that too much information? <laughs> Should I be saying this on the phone? It's who you are, man. You you are an oversharer. Uh, you always have been. So don't change it for us, man. But um, so my my wife hasn't kissed me in three weeks. There you go. There you go. Uh, and that's saying a lot because you've been uh, stuck at home with her. So yeah. Uh-huh. That's what it is. Yeah. But anyway, guys, I, I do want to say before we wrap up here, uh, I, I know Dale's got some more craziness he's going to go through. At least I hope so. It's not craziness. But um, I do want to remind you, we do have a giveaway, and I'm really excited, uh, through the Hot Mic app. Um, you need to go download the Hot Mic app. It's free. Use promo code RUSHESF. We are going to be broadcasting live through the first round of the draft uh, in sync with them, providing analysis, 49ers tailored. Uh, and fantasy, we'll be talking a little bit about that as well. But we'll be giving away an autographed Jimmy Garoppolo signed jersey during the first 10 picks. All you have to do is head over there to Hot Mike to download that, Rush ESF, and follow me, uh, John Chapman. And it's going to say John Chapman and Dale DeMond on there. Uh, just hit follow, and it'll notify you when we go live. Yep. The cool thing about it is, too, guys, there's one person in our room, and that was Christian, our co-host of Sleep Fantasy. He was the only person in this chat room. But... It could have been all yours, this this entire podcast, to ask us questions because I'm monitoring it. So this whole show could have been just based around uh, uh, Brad Keller from Indiana, but, uh, <laughs> but it's not. So. It, Anyways, uh, yeah, what are you saying? I, I, I'm ready for Dale's idea corner. Okay. If there's anything else, man, let's let it out there. Yeah. Oh, no, there is for sure. Uh, so this idea corner is brought to you by StickerApp.com. Um, not really. Uh, but this was one of my other ideas where I give a free promo to a company in hopes that we get some free stuff because this is the stickers are part of my big idea. So uh, sticker app, great. Uh, we have used them for our Eat Sleep Fantasy stickers. We send them for free. I probably ordered over 300 stickers from them. Great company, great project to deal with, stickerapp.com, A-P-P, sticker app. They're really good. They work with you, good customer service. All right, John. Uh, so my next big idea here, and you guys are going to hear it. Unfortunately, we can't go live with it because I don't know how to play it live. But uh, if you download the uh, episode here on iTunes or wherever you download podcasts, you will hear it at the very end here. Uh, so myself and uh, Wade Green, he's a contributor of ours. We came up with the idea. Uh, actually, I'm not going to give him any credit. I came up with all this <laughs> all on my own, and I wrote the script. I wrote a script for a um, sleep meditation for fantasy football. So if you are having trouble sleeping or if you want to learn more about fantasy football, uh, why not do both? You can download this episode that's coming up, and I'm going to put it in, a, in a, its own entirely uh, separate episode, too, so you guys can listen to it while you're sleeping. But it's a complete 10-minute meditation uh, to learn about, uh, learn about fantasy football and get a good night's sleep. So it's, uh, it's definitely worth listening to. We're going to put it here at the end of this podcast, and then also we are going to uh, – we're going to go ahead and put it in its own episode so you guys can just download it and listen to it um, while you go to sleep. And uh, it, it, you'll, you'll enjoy it. I love it. I love it. So, as, be- as beach sounds, waves crashing on the ocean, uh, soothing voice. Like I said, Wade Green did the, uh, did the uh, voice on the meditation, so it's not my annoying voice. So, you, can, uh, you won't hear that. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah. I love it, man. Uh, so, here you go. GP, thanks for joining us. At the last minute here, 
on uh, Eat Sleep Fantasy Live on Hot Mike app. We appreciate you, GP. All right. See? One one guy in the chat room, and we just gave him a shout Boom. out. Boom. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, anyway, really appreciate you guys. Hopefully you enjoyed this. For all my 49ers Rush followers, I will be going live uh, here in about an hour and a half. I got a meeting I got to jump to, and then I'll be jumping on live talking some NFL draft and 49ers talk. So I uh, hope to see you guys again there. And again, I want you guys to join us over on Hot Mike. That's where the chat's going to be taking place, 49ers fans. That's where we're going to be. So, Dale, any uh, closing thoughts? Are we good? Yep, uh, David said, what's up, dudes? Thanks for joining us, David, on Hot Mic Up. Uh, yeah, uh, John and I appreciate your enthusiasm on my idea. You did not say a word about this. Nope. Um, you did not You did not say, Dale, wow, I, we could be famous off this, John. This could be a start of something big. And uh, I'll remember this when, um, I don't know. Uh, I endorsed your sticker out. idea, okay? And I gave you the plug for that. Like, you've got to take what little um, non-critiquing I have as a win. That's all I got to say, man. Okay. And for those of you that don't know, I get five to six messages a day from Dale that start like this. Oh, got an awesome idea. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway. For John Chapman, I'm Dale. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, all the Rush, ES, uh, Rush uh, 49ers Rush podcast people, thanks for listening. ESF, Easley Fantasy, uh, all you listeners, thanks again for listening to us. And uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Sleep is a powerful experience that we all have, no matter who you are. Sleep, it allows our bodies to prepare and our minds to sort through any trades so that we can create a winning fantasy season. Hypnosis and meditation are wonderful ways for us to access a slower brain frequency state that is much similar to when we are sleeping. This allows for the creative brain to activate and begin the process of drafting a perfect fantasy football team. Are you ready to go into a very relaxing state to allow yourself to understand what a winning season looks and feels like? Find a small spot to gaze somewhere comfortably in front of you. Focus on this spot and do not let your eyes turn away. As you look here, I'm going to ask you to blink your eyes with every round that I count, starting with round 14. 14. All the kickers. 13. Some defenses. 12. 11. 10. Blink your eyes. 9. Blink. 8. Blink. 7. 6. Five, four, three, two, and one. Your eyes are ready to gently close, so just allow them. And you will notice when you do so a gentle wave of relaxation and draft strategy sweeps completely over you. 
Now look up, and all you see is more imaginary turf in front of you, but you can hear the crowd cheer. Walk toward the sounds of the fans. As you're walking, you can feel the sun on your skin. Perhaps you can feel a light dew breeze as well. With Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas, Drew will have another dependable fantasy season. You notice the smell of salty air from the Miami beach. You know immediately to walk away from any Dolphins player. You're walking toward the ocean now, and you notice the sand under your feet gets firmer because it's saturated with seawater and you know that Tom Brady doesn't necessarily mean better numbers for Godwin and Evans. But it's hard not to draft them if the value is in the late second round. And you get to the shore where the ocean meets the sand and you see little waves coming up and down, up and down. And as the waves come and go, start to imagine Julio Jones having the most consistent year of his career. You see some things in the sand like more touchdowns, more receptions, and even less drops. You see a little piece of driftwood that's the perfect size for riding in the sand with. Pick up this driftwood. Now draw your fantasy name into the sand where it's moist. Write out each letter, noticing the sound that it makes as you scratch it through the sand. Now write fantasy champ under it. Good. Now step back and look at your fantasy team name as you see your beautiful name that's carried you through your whole life. You notice a little wave coming closer. This wave catches part of your name and washes it away as it goes back into the ocean. And then another wave comes and washes away even more. And another washes it away. And another until all you can see is ripples in the sand where your edgy but funny name used to be. That's good. It probably wasn't that great of a name anyways. Now continue walking along your beach, noticing the surroundings. What kind of running backs do you imagine? Mark Ingram? Le'Veon Bell? James Conner? Yes. All great RB2s to choose from if you wait a little too long for a good running back. Can you hear seabirds flying over? Do you trust Russell Wilson? You should. DK Metcalf is a beast. That will take you to an amazing place. How about the wind? gently blowing. Can you feel the warm sun on your skin and the tight ends flying off the board? 
Kelsey, Kittle, Ertz, Andrews. How does that feel? It's nice, right? If you can't get those, wait as long as possible. Maybe you can even smell the smells of the locker room after the seventh round when you have your starters all set. You find a fresh stadium hot dog that's ready to eat. Most likely it's been boiled. Bite into it and notice how delicious it is. There's no way that that met the microwave. Just be at your fantasy game today eating your hot dog. Now as you've walked, you've learned a lot about how beautiful your draft can be and you're ready for a little rest. You look around and notice there's a perfect spot for you to lay down and take a gentle nap in the life-giving sunrise. So go ahead and lie down and before you close your eyes to rest, you look at your starting flex players and notice guys like Lockett and Terry McLaurin. Don't worry, they'll work out for you. Watch draft clock tick away from your opponents and know that they are panicking while you are calm and cool as ever. This is the most beautiful scene you've ever witnessed. When another podcast mentions a sleeper and you know they are overvalued from hype, no matter how many times it may repeat itself, you say enough. Stop. Very good. Now float and drift into a restful, rejuvenating night's sleep. And when you rise, you will be fully prepared to draft a winning fantasy team. Christian and Armando, screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like, tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype, fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be, joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy, yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy, Woo. Uh-huh. Eat Sleep Fantasy.